Now, about eight days after these things, Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes uh, became dazzling white. Suddenly, they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be, the, to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah not knowing what he said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent, and in those days told no one any of the things that they had seen. On the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, a great crowd met him. Just then a man from the crowd shouted, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son. He's my only child. Suddenly a spirit seizes him, and all at once he shrieks. It throws him into convulsions until he foams at the mouth. It mauls him and will scarcely leave him. I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. Jesus answered, You faithless and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. While he was coming, the demon dashed him to the ground in convulsions. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father, and all were astounded. At the greatness of God. This is the word of the Lord. <clears throat> we live in uh, two realities, uh, good and bad. There are good times, but there are also bad times. There are times we feel spiritually high, optimistic, and feel like we can do everything well and everything will go all right. But there are also times uh, when we feel spiritually so dry, but not only that, we feel devastated, hopeless, uh, and helpless. When things are good, we feel good. But when things are bad, we feel miserable. That's life. That's life. Good times and bad times. We cannot do anything about it. We cannot demand our life to be this way or that way. We cannot just complain because life does not turn out the way we want it to turn out. Unexpected things happen. And unpleasant things can also happen. Sometimes we are to be blamed for things that happen in our lives, but other times they just happen regardless of us. Just things just come to us 
without any warning. Life is mixture of two realities, good and bad. I think the author of Ecclesiastes knew about this very well, this duality of life, or two realities of life. I think the author of the Ecclesiastes knew very well when he said this. A time to be born and a time to die. Interestingly, my son Joshua's birthday is the same day as the day my father passed away. One gone, the other came. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to seek and a time to lose. He knew very much, very well about the dualities of life. Two realities of life. And a few chapters later, he gave us this advice. When times are good, be happy. But when times are bad, consider this. God has made the one as well as the other. Therefore, no one can discover anything about their future. That was the advice of Ecclesiastes. The, the disciples experienced this duality of life, even uh, when, we, when they were with Jesus. So I realized, even if you believe in God, even if you are with Jesus, you experience these two realities uh, in your life. The bad times will not disappear. Good times and bad times will be uh, there too, even when you are with Jesus. On the first day, they went up to the mountain and experienced something no ordinary human beings had experienced. They saw Jesus being totally transformed, dazzling white. They saw two most famous Old Testament figures, Moses and Elijah. And they heard the voice of God. Wow. We don't experience this kind of things. It's spiritually high. They, were, they felt like they were in cloud. They, they were actually in cloud. They felt that they could do anything on the way down. It was so good that Peter asked Jesus, why don't we build tents here and live here forever? But the very next day, the scripture said the next day, the very next day, they encountered very different reality. Dark reality, harsh reality, demonic reality. They encountered demons, devil, darkness. They had to deal with this demonic power and in that experience, they experienced that they were powerless, vulnerable, weak. They could not do anything with their power. The boy who was demon-possessed, they fell for him, but they could not do anything. They felt totally defeated. The day before, they felt victorious. 
But day after, they felt so defeated. This was what the father of the boy said. I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not do it. They could not do it. They, they experienced the duality of their rea reality in just two days. High and low, ups and downs, elated pride and depressing embarrassment. Reading this and meditating and reflecting on this, I discovered or realized that two realities are not really two realities. They are just one reality called life. We cannot have one excluding the other. Good times and bad times are not two separate realities. They are simply the rhythm of life. Notes go up and down, but it's still the same song. We are still singing the same song. Only the notes go up and down. Two realities are simply rhythm of life and it's one reality called life. But our attitude and our feelings are very different towards our good times and bad times. When good times come, we welcome them. We like it. But when bad times come, when bad time comes, we tell ourselves, why these things happen? Why are these things with me? As though that is not part of me. As though bad times should not be there. We are too sensitive. The disciples did not become true disciples of Jesus Christ just like that. Just because they were called by Jesus, they did not become disciples of Jesus Christ. They had to go through ups and downs, victory and defeat. And all these things they went through and through that process they were in the process of becoming disciples. They experienced failures, hopelessness, frustration, misguided expectations, false beliefs, even denial. When you read the gospel very carefully, until they enter into Jerusalem, they all thought that Jesus Christ will conquer the Romans. So they expected that, let me sit on your right hand and then let me sit on your hand when you have that power, when you control Jerusalem. They had a total misguided expectations. And Peter even denied 
to this Palm Sunday until they enter into Jerusalem. That's how they were like. But through all that, they became disciples. Not from the moment that they were called, they did not have a highway of being disciples. The cross is our dark times. At the cross, we feel abandoned. On the cross, even Jesus cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Total abandonment. At the cross, we see only darkness. When Jesus was on the cross, the whole world became dark. Whole whole world. And at the cross, we feel spiritually so dry. Even Jesus felt that dryness on the cross. He said, I am thirsty. So my friends, when when dark times come, Remember that. That is the cross, your cross, to bear. Jesus said, you want to follow me? Take up your own cross and follow me. Don't run away. Don't turn your face away. But don't fear either. Just simply take up your cross. The cross will ultimately bring the resurrection. The cross and resurrection are not two separate realities, but one connected reality. Bad times and good times are not two separate realities, but one connected reality reality. Some of you may go through hard times right now. Some of you may go through bad times. But bad times will not stay with you forever. When you take them as your cross, they will bring about resurrection. And I also realize this. Good times are not the absence of bad times. You have good times not just because there are no bad times. Good times are a result of how you deal with your bad times. They are not absence of bad times. Yesterday, I counseled a couple who just went through life's very difficult time. I was so impressed how they handled their situations. I was very proud of them and I told them how proud I was. Bad times 
can bring worse times. But if you take your bad times with hope in God and trust in God, they will not destroy you. When the right time comes, things will be restored. Jesus' cross did not end at the cross. Jesus' cross came to the empty tomb. That's the message of the gospel. Let us sing together.